Welcome to the King is Coming Soon podcast, which is produced by Dominion Media. This is episode number 170. Our focus is on national and global news events. My name is Cherub. Please stay with us. You are invited to join us on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays for the podcast The King is Coming Soon via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com and on a number of platforms. I'll tell you about them later. Here we examine geopolitical realities on their way. Our segments are White House Roundup, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, and we also have updates from the Kingdom of Heaven, our devotional. This week we enter into a new series, a series on kings, their accountability to God. Today's scripture text is taken from the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 4, verses 3 to 5. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves, your bondservants, for Jesus' sake. And this text is from the New King James Version. We definitely see that the Lord has concerns about the trajectory of world affairs. Very early this morning, he kept dictating certain things to me. I kept writing and lying down and getting up to write again and lie down back. The key here is the fact that God wants us to learn from the past. There are many examples in Bible history as well as in modern history we can pay attention to. Therefore, it is truly imperative for us to take heed to the word of the Lord. You may recall that on Friday last, I told you that from this week we will be in a new series. The title is Kings, Their Accountability to God. We will look at their decisions and their dilemmas, their faith in God and their stubbornness towards God Almighty. We'll be journeying through the Bible until we get to Herod in the New Testament where we see him making attempts to kill Jesus Christ after his birth. We'll see how God frustrates, overturns, 
and overrules the edict of many kings, thus establishing the fact that they are men and that he has the power to counter their moves. He killed some. He sent others in captivity. He blessed a few. There is a song we sang quite often in the 1980s and 1990s. It is majesty. One verse says, majesty, worship his majesty. Unto Jesus be all glory and honor and praise. Majesty, kingdom, authority flows from his throne unto his own, his anthem raise. Majesty, worship his majesty. Jesus who died is now glorified, King of all kings. Here we are declaring the fact that Jesus Christ is King above all all kings. He is greater, more powerful, mightier, and more influential than all. He will outlast the rule of men. Lastly, Daniel told this to the king whom he served, Nebuchadnezzar, in the wake of a very disturbing dream the king had due to his pride. Listen keenly to what Daniel tells him. They shall drive you from men. Your dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field, and they shall make you eat grass like oxen. They shall wet you with the dew of heaven, and seven times shall pass over you till you know that the Most High rules in the kingdom of men and gives it to whomever he chooses. And in the next verse, Inasmuch as they gave the command to leave the stump and roots of the tree, your kingdom shall be assured to you after you come to know that heaven rules. This text is from the book of Daniel chapter 4, verses 25 and 26, from the New King James Version. In today's devotional, we'll be focusing our attention on David saves Saul's life. He tells Saul, let the Lord be judged between the king and his son-in-law, whom is David. Please stay tuned. This is the week of a series on kings, their accountability to God. We'll take a break to tell you of one of the churches that has endorsed our program today. Our first segment comes to you 
with the compliments of the Cartwright's Gospel Chapel, located in the settlement of Cartwright, Long Island, Bahamas. The elders are Elder Dadridge Hunt and Brother Geoffrey Knowles. The Cartwright's Gospel Chapel meets for one service on Sunday mornings. It is for the breaking of bread. For one hour from 10.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. For more information, please call Elder Hunt at 1242337-0029 or Brother Jeff at 1242337-0176. Please make plans to attend this week. The brothers and sisters are truly warm and friendly. Welcome back to the podcast. The King is Coming Soon. This is episode number 170. Our focus is on national and global news events. In our first segment, White House Roundup, Monday, September 6th, was a national holiday in the United States. It was the celebration of Labor Day, and this holiday symbolically ushers in the autumn season. Additionally, on Sunday, the White House released a statement issued by President Joseph Biden on Rosh Hashanah. In his statement, President Biden noted that on Rosh Hashanah, Jewish communities around the world celebrate the world's birth and commemorate the creation of mankind. Rosh Hashanah and the days of awe that follow charge those who celebrate to pause, look inward and reflect on the past year. The president further elaborated that his administration has made efforts and significant progress, but much work remains. The president asserted that this included to protect ourselves and each other against a once-in-a-century virus, to rebuild an economy that provides opportunity for all Americans to give hate no space, no safe harbor, and speak out with clarity and conviction against anti-Semitism wherever and however it manifests, to affirm the U.S.'s ironclad bond with the State of Israel. We'll take our second break. In this segment, 
we flag the Charlotte Street Wesleyan Church in Georgetown, Guyana, South America. The pastors are Reverend Dr. Eldon Anderson and Reverend Sharman McLean. The church is located between Light and Cummins Streets in Georgetown. They meet for fellowship on Sunday mornings in church at 8 a.m. and on Wednesday evenings via the web on Zoom for Bible study at 7 p.m. To contact Charlotte Street as the church has become known, please call the following numbers 592-223-7180. Charlotte Street is a hospitable and compassionate congregation. Please make plans to attend this week. Welcome back to the Dominion Media, The King is Coming Soon podcast. Our focus today is on national and global news events. In our second segment, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, the Israel Ministry of Foreign Affairs reported Israel's Prime Minister Naftali Bennett in his weekly cabinet meetings made the following statement on Sunday, September 5th. The Prime Minister reflected that they were on the threshold of a new year. He expressed the hope that it will be a better and calmer year than its predecessor. Israel, he said, will welcome it together everyone with their family. Thus, the Prime Minister took the opportunity to address the citizens of Israel. He stated that he would like to happily and cautiously inform that his government has rejected the pressures and avoided a lockdown over Rosh Hashanah. He urged them to continue to uphold the directives so that Israel will remain open also on Sukkot and Shimchat Torah. In addition, in Israel, the Prime Minister also discussed the current budget which is making its rounds in the Knesset. Prime Minister Bennett stated further that on Thursday last, the Knesset approved the 2021-2022 state budget on its first reading. He added that the country was returning to stability and functioning, and with God's help, he expressed optimism that they will also pass the budget on its second and third readings. Lastly, Prime Minister Bennett reiterated that he would like to send to the people of Israel greetings for the new year. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. 
The king is coming soon. We are examining national and global news events. Today, we feature the ebook version of the book Devotional for Today's Women of Faith. Users of ebooks can access the book via Amazon, Apple iBook, Nook, Kerbal, and off other platforms at the affordable price of $9.99. Please access your copy today. This book relates to the real-life experiences of women and men in the Bible as well as in the modern era. Finally, in segment 3, we will look at updates from the Kingdom of Heaven. This week, we are focusing on a series on kings, their accountability to God. Before we continue, let's have a quick review of today's news. The White House on Monday, September 6th, was off due to a national holiday in the United States. It was the celebration of the Labor Day holiday, which symbolically ushers in autumn. Meanwhile, on Sunday, President Biden wished the State of Israel Happy New Year, which will commemorate on Tuesday, September 7th. Internationally, the Israel Ministry of Foreign Affairs reported Israel's Prime Minister, Naftali Bennett, in his weekly cabinet remarks on Sunday, September 5th, gave statements in relation to Israel's COVID vaccination accomplishments, the budget for 2021-2022, and he wished his constituents Happy New Year. Welcome to our devotional. All week, we'll be looking at a series on kings, their accountability to God. On Monday, we will focus on David saves Saul's life. He tells Saul, let the Lord be judged between the king and his son-in-law. On Wednesday, it will be Saul's reign as king over the 40 years was a picture of a rebellious king. Likewise, on Friday, the Lord wills, our special guest speaker will share with us, God makes the last call when he rejected Saul as king of Israel. Before we get into the discussion on David and King Saul, we'll quickly do a short background on the concept of kings. The paradigm kings was prevalent during Bible times. God himself is the greatest king. Jesus Christ carries the title King of Kings and Lord of Lords. There is a song that pays tribute to God as king. It says, To him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb, be blessing and glory and honor and wisdom 
and power forever. Here, the song is designated to give praise and worship to the King of all kings. Long ago, it was a risk to get close to kings. If they were upset with you, you could lose your life. So while serving kings were an honor, it was at your own risk. Kings in different parts of the world held different titles. Generally, they are called monarchs, his royal highness. In Rome, they were called Caesars. Those in Egypt were called pharaohs. Some in Judea, during the time of the Roman rule, they were called Herod. For quite a while, Israel had no man as their king. God himself reigned and ruled as their king. He would speak to his people through his prophets and judges. Eventually, the children of Israel asked God for a king to rule over them, one that they can see and talk with, like the pattern of the other nations. God granted them their request. He gave them Saul to be their first king. He reigned for 40 years. Let's read a portion of our text, which will enlarge our story. It is taken from the book of 1 Samuel chapter 24, verses 6 to 9. And he said to his men, the Lord forbid that I should do this thing to my master, the Lord's anointed, to stretch out my hand against him, seeing he is the anointed of the Lord. So David restrained his servants with these words and did not allow them to rise against Saul. And Saul got up, from the cave and went on his way. David also rose after, went out of the cave and called to Saul, saying, My lord the king. And when Saul looked behind him, David stooped with his face to the earth and bowed down. And David said to Saul, why do you listen to the words of men who say, Indeed, David seeks you home? Continuing our discussion, David was married to Saul's daughter. Saul had lost his way, as it were, and instead of governing, he was chasing after David to kill him. Saul somehow realized that David was special. He suspected that he was his replacement as the next king of Israel. Note, even while David served King Saul, he was already anointed as the next king. But David behaved himself wisely and did not try to usurp power. So we see, when David had a chance to kill Saul the king, he did not yield to the temptation. 
he even prevented his men from touching the king. Let's continue our reading from the same text in 1 Samuel chapter 24. This time we will continue from verse 10 on to verse 18. Look, this day your eyes have seen that the Lord delivered you today into my hand in the cave, and some urged me to kill you. But my eyes spared you, and I said, I will not stretch out my hand against my Lord, for he is the Lord's anointed. Moreover, my father, see, yes, see the corner of your robe in my hand, for in that I cut off the corner of your robe and did not kill you, no, and see that there is neither evil nor rebellion in my hand, and I have not sinned against you, yet you hunt my life to take it. Let the Lord judge between you and me, and let the Lord avenge me on you. But my hand shall not be against you. As the proverb of the ancients says, Wickedness proceeds from the wicked, but my hand shall not be against you. After whom has the king of Israel come out? Whom do you pursue? A dead dog? A flea? Therefore, let the Lord be judged, and judge between you and me, and see and plead my case, and deliver me out of your hand. So it was, when David had finished speaking these words to Saul, that Saul said, Is this your voice, my son David? And Saul lifted up his voice and wept. Then he said to David, You are more righteous than I, for you have rewarded me with good, whereas I have rewarded you with evil. In his discourse with the king, David called on God to be their judge. He also said something very interesting. Wickedness proceeds from the wicked. We see that David did not want to accede to the throne in a bloodied battle with King Saul. So he humbled himself and bowed before King Saul even after sparing his life. We will see more of King Saul during the rest of the week, the Lord wills. Our exercise, I remind you, is designed to caution us, to alert us that everything done in the earth is going to be judged by God, every decision, thought, and action. Spring forward to our time. Today, there are kings and queens reigning in certain domains in Europe, Asia, and Africa. 
While quite a few countries are republics, meaning they are governed by presidents, some of whom are dictators, yet there is a twist to this paradigm in today's style of governance. What is it, you might ask? There are rulers who do not run for public office. They govern very large corporations or think tanks. They have amassed huge wealth, and as such, their voices matter. They use their money to get what they want, and in many instances, elected officials bow to their demands. Yes, there is often conflict of interests or struggles against national policies, but guess who wins? Additionally, there is also another group of people, Christians. The Bible tells us that we are a distinct people group in the world. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvellous light. And the source of this text is from the book of First Peter chapter 2, verse 9. We ought to conduct ourselves in a manner that will always bring glory to God, as we are told the following. Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. And the source of this text is from the book of Matthew, chapter 10, verse 16. Please let's pray. Abba Father who art in heaven, you are the great king who will never lose your power. Further, you will never die. All men, kings, queens, presidents, prime ministers, ministers of governments, heads of departments, managers, CEOs, presidents of corporations, as well as others, including the poor. We will all stand before you to give an account of our deeds done while we were in the earth. Father, help us all to always remember that nothing is hidden from you. Darkness, night, or backroom deals do not mean that you cannot see and have not seen. You see everything, you hear everything, and will judge everyone. David, the soon-to-be king of Israel, asked that you judge between him and the reigning king, Saul, who was persecuting him. Our Father, forgive us of our sins, deliver us from evil, help us, the body of Christ, to operate as a royal priesthood and a holy nation before your eyes. Let us bring you delight, glory and honour all the days of our lives. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. This is episode number 170. In closing, we would like to say thank you for staying with us. You can find The King is Coming Soon podcast via multiple platforms, namely Breaker, Google Podcasts, Google Podbeans, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, Pandora, Radio Public, Instagram, Twitter, and on the website thekingiscomingsoon.com. Please advertise with us for a great price. Kindly fill out your request form on the website thekingiscomingsoon.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors. Thanks also to Ukuch for his handy work sounding the shofar. I have been your presenter, Cherub. Jesus, Yeshua, is coming soon. See you next time. Shalom. <laughs>